The Signalman by Charles Dickens Performed as a radio play Starring Hugh Lloyd as the narrator Christopher Pegler Lambert as the signalman and Liam Jones as the engineer Picture, if you will, a deep railway cutting, a solitary and dismal place. Little sunlight ever found its way to this spot. It had an earthy, deadly smell, and so much cold wind rushed through it that it struck a chill into anyone foolish enough to venture into it. On either side, a dripping wet wall of jagged stone excluded all view but a strip of sky. The view in one direction was much of the same, but the view in the other direction terminated in a gloomy red light and the gloomier entrance to a black tunnel in whose massive architecture there was a barbarous, depressing and forbidding air. And in this deep and solitary place stood an isolated building, a signal box. There, Standing at the door, 
of the signal box, peering down the line at the red light, was the signalman. While high on the embankment one day, I peered into the gloom and spotting the signalman, I shouted down to him. Hello! Below there! Hello below! Who's there? Hello! Below there! Hello below! What do you want? Is there any path by which I can come down and speak to you? Over there. A couple of hundred yards down the line. Oh, thank you. I see it. I walked along the bank until I came to a rough zigzag that led down to the line. The signalman's eyes were fixed on the red light at the entrance to the tunnel. And then on to me. I... you in charge of the red light? Don't you know who I am? I... You look at me as if you had a dread of me. I thought I had seen you before. Where? There. At the red light? Yes. Oh, my good fellow, what should I do there? However, be that as it may, I never was there. Must have been someone else then. You'd better come in. He took me into the signal box where there was a fire, a desk for an official book, a telegraphic instrument with its dial, face and needles, and a little bell. What made you cry, hello below there, just now? Oh, heavens knows, I, uh, I cried something to that effect. Not to that effect, sir. Those were the very words. I know them well. Yes, those were the very words. I said them, no doubt, uh, because I saw you below. For no other reason. What other reason could I possibly have? You had no feeling that they were conveyed to you in any supernatural way? No, of course not. I took you for someone else. That troubles me. What, that you made a mistake? No, the someone else troubles me. I thought you were he. Who is it? I don't know. He looks like me? I don't know. I never saw his face. His left arm is across his face and his right arm is waved, violently waved. One moonlit night, I was sitting here when I heard a voice cry, Hello! I started up. I looked from that door and saw someone standing by the red light near the tunnel, waving as I just now showed you. The voice seemed hoarse with shouting, and it cried out, Look out! Look out! Hello! Below there! I caught up my lamp turned it on red and ran towards the figure calling, What's wrong? What has happened? It stood just outside the blackness of the tunnel. It ran right towards it. When I got there, it was gone. Into the tunnel? No. I ran on into the tunnel, 500 yards, and saw no one. I ran out again, faster than I had run in. I ran back here. I telegraphed both ways. An alarm has been given. Is anything wrong? The answer came back both ways. All well. <laughs> Perhaps you were tired. One sees things in the gloom. That's not all. 
Within six hours after the appearance, there was a terrible accident on this line. Many were killed. This was just a year ago. Six or seven months later, as the day was breaking, I looked towards the red light and saw the spectre again. Did it cry out? It was silent and still with both hands before its face. Much as you see stone carvings of weeping mourner in a graveyard. Did you go up to it? No. I came in and sat down. Partly to collect my thoughts and partly because it had turned me faint. When I went to the door again, daylight was above me and the ghost was gone. But nothing followed. Nothing came of this. That very day, as a train came out of the tunnel, a beautiful young lady threw herself out of the train. She was killed instantly. Her body was brought in here, laid down on this floor between us. Now, sir, mark this and judge how my mind is troubled. The spectre came back a week ago. Ever since, it has been there now and again by fits and starts and always when the red signal is lit. The red signal? The danger light that hangs at the tunnel entrance. What does it seem to do? It waves its arm as before. I have no peace or rest for it. It calls to me for many minutes together in agonized manner. Look out. Look out. Hello below there. Look out. It stands waving to me. It even rings the telegraph bell. Did it ring the bell just now before I arrived and you went to the door? Twice. And did the spectre seem to be there when you looked out? It was there. Both times? Sir, what troubles me so dreadfully is the question, what does the spectre mean? I don't understand. What is it warning against? What is the danger? Where is the danger? What can I do? If I telegraph danger on either side of me or on both, I can give no reason for it. I should get into trouble. They would think I was mad. Some dreadful calamity will happen, I know it. Why does it not tell me how it can be averted? If I can't do anything, why does it warn me? And I, Lord help me, a mere poor signalman on this solitary station. Why did it not go to somebody with credit to be believed and power to act? Why me alone? Why does it visit me? I left him at two in the morning. I had offered to stay through the night, but he would not hear of it. The next evening was lovely, and I walked out early to enjoy it. The sun was not quite down when I traversed the field path near to the top of the deep cutting. I stepped to the brink and looked down. I saw a group of men gathered around a tarpaulin, which had been laid out on the ground. With an irresistible sense that something was wrong, I descended the path with all the speed that I could make. What is the matter? Signal man killed this morning, sir. 
Not the man belonging to that box. Yes, sir. Not the man I know. You'll recognise him. If you knew him. For his face is quite composed. How, how did this happen? It was cut down by my engine, sir. A man in England knew his work better. But somehow, it's not clear of the outer rail. It's just at the break of day. We were coming round the curve in the tunnel, sir. I saw him at the end, like as if I saw him down a telescope. There was no time to check speed, and I knew him to be very careful. As he didn't seem to take heed of the whistle, I shut it off when we were running down upon him. I called to him loud as I could call. What did you say? Look out. Look out, hello. Hello there, look out. It's dreadful, sir. Never left off calling him. I put this arm before my eyes not to see, and I waved this arm to my last, but it was no use. Thank you.